to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So, what's good, y'all? Happy Monday. Um, let's see. What have I been up to? So, for the last two weeks, I've been reading, I don't know if I told y'all this or not, I've been reading this book series, and uh, it's, 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 it's not a slave series, but it starts off the first book, Yellow Crocus. It starts off um, during slavery time, and it's about this wet nurse who raises um, the master of the house daughter. Um, she was her wet nurse. And it talks about like just their bond and how they grow into this. It, it's just this whole love tale between them and then it intertwines. And so the second book is actually Mustard Seed. And then that's actually um, same characters in it, but it's also now their kids that's in it and their interactions with each other. Um, and so now that one is post-slavery. And then the third book that I'm on right now, Golden Poppies, that one is um, set like in during the railroad period. What is it? The Gilead age? I think that sounds right. Um, it's so good though. Like I've been spending so many nights where I've been up at like one, two in the morning. I got to work in the morning. I'm sitting here reading, uh, reading this series. So I really been enjoying that. And uh, I'm trying to think if I missing anything that's been going on. Um, as y'all know, I live in North Carolina. I live in Charlotte. And uh, the excitement this week with Cam Newton coming back to the Carolina Panthers has been absolutely fucking crazy. Like I've had so many people be like, yo, we got to We got to go to this game. Cam back. We got to get in there. And uh, so it's been really exciting today already. I'm recording this on Sunday and today already he's had two touchdowns. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, let's see. Tonight, I'm looking forward to watching um, Adele. Uh, her CD comes out, what, next Friday? This coming Friday. Um, and then she's having an interview in the concert with, uh, with Oprah. Um, that's going to be tonight at eight 30. So I can't wait to watch that. And other than that, you know, I've just been chilling. Um, I'm trying to think, um, in two weeks, well, the child birthday falls on Thanksgiving this year. So we have that coming. That's the next thing that we have coming that we're preparing for. And then, um, you know, we have, uh, Miami coming and we're celebrating, uh, friend of the show, Kelly, her bachelorette party. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm ready for it to get here because I think we all could use a break just in general. Uh, I feel like this year has been so long. I'm ready to just reset the year and, um, you know, go into just the new year. Uh, I plan on taking 10 days, I think, off of work just to give myself a break to, you know, refresh, restart, I literally want to do absolutely nothing. So I just want to sit and play video games and I want to sit and uh, read books and spend at least, at least five of those days doing absolutely nothing. Like not going anywhere, just in the house, chilling all day with nothing to do besides talk to y'all. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I plan on doing. So I'm, I'm just ready to get through this holiday season. This holiday season, it's felt weird. I don't know why, like maybe cause the child's off the school. And so I guess we really haven't had to really be like, oh, you know, really focus on a lot of things. It's different when you have a kid in your home. I feel like when your kid's in your home, you're constantly thinking about all this stuff. And like, even down to how you're preparing the house, like, you know, you don't want the child walking around with, uh, you know, no decorations in the house and all that stuff. And so I feel like it's different this year because we really haven't been overly in a rush. I'm hoping to get a tree after the day of Thanksgiving, usually can start finding like fresh trees because I like to use fresh trees. And so I'm hoping to kind of get things going. But, um, you know, we've been sitting here talking about how we're going to decorate the house and we just 
we just haven't really done anything. I don't know. So this this holiday season feels feels kind of kind of weird. So we're gonna try to kick that in gear. I'm gonna let y'all know how that goes. But that's all I've really had going on today. Um, we celebrate my mom's birthday, and uh, you know, honestly, I just been chilling. But I just been trying to just take every day in stride and get through these next couple weeks. Um, and you know, that's it. So let's just see. Let's just go into the the mantra of the day. So for the mantra of the day, it is, I am filled with love. I am inspired by love. I am guided by love. I really like that one because I think that uh, love and gratitude is some of the most important things and how you show that. I'm actually this week going to talk a little bit on gratitude for my thought of the week. Um, And so I think it's important to show gratitude especially to your loved ones show gratitude in all things and especially at the holidays I think it, for me at the holidays I think a lot about gratitude a lot because you know um I'm blessed to be able to do certain things for my family I'm blessed to be able to you know show love in these different ways and so um you know I wake up every day full of gratefulness so I really like that mantra don't forget I get these mantras from I am mantra on twitter so before we go into deep dive I'm gonna do a little house cleaning I usually do it at the end, but I'm going to do it right here in the middle. Um, so I only have two topics for the deep dive this week, and I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit of TV. But don't forget to follow me, follow me, follow me on uh, on social media. Um, my Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast, and my Twitter is IGMT podcast. Uh, if you ever want to be part of the show or anything you want to talk to me directly, you can always email me, and it's IGMT podcast at gmail.com. So don't forget to follow me there. Um, And so let's just go into the deep dive. So this week for the deep dive, I wanted to talk first about uh, Insecure. So I wanted to talk about my thoughts so far. So last time we talked, two episodes ago, I talked about my predictions of the last season. So, so far, um, I don't know. I feel pretty good about my predictions. Um... I will say that what I'm noticing, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but what I'm noticing is I feel like there's a theme of death. Uh, if you think about the first episode, um, Kelly, you know, at the, at the, uh, class, uh, not the class reunion, we well, yeah, had the reunion. Um, they thought Kelly was dead. Uh, the second one, Molly had a conversation to her, with their parents about, um, their, uh, their life insurance and also just uh the will and what they wanted to do after they passed and how they wanted their estate handled and then the third episode with Lawrence he had that moment on the plane where you know it scared him and jostled him some to where it made him think about his legacy which is why he went home and called Condola um okay so let's talk about episode three episode three was uh that was Lawrence's episode and that one actually, I was surprised by the episode a lot um, because I didn't think they were going to go in that direction when they show what he's been up to in San Francisco and all that stuff in his new life. Um, it was really dark and it was a lot of things that I appreciated about the episode. Let me first say what I appreciated. Um, the actress that plays Condola, uh, can't think of her name off the top of my head. I, I just looked her up recently. Well, she actually, when she was filming that, I think she actually was truly postpartum, um, like where, you know, she just had a baby. And so that, so you actually saw her, um, her, her mother body. 
I thought that was really kind of neat to see because a lot of times people don't realize like after you have a baby, like your stomach only goes down so much. So you still kind of look, you know, kind of pregnant. Your swelling is still there. So your swelling has to go down. And I think it gave honestly one of the true representations of what um, it kind of looks like after you have a baby. I thought so. Um, Cause most times you see people kind of made up and looking all nice and all this shit. And that shit ain't reality. Your ass do not be looking like that. Um, after you have a baby. Ooh, so let's unpack the episode. Um, when I first watched this, I was really upset. I was upset for, I, I saw both sides, right? Um, it was triggering, I think, because I actually know, I know some amazing men that actually want to be a part of their kids' lives and, uh, the woman actually makes it difficult. Um, but at the same time, I feel like well, what I really feel like, I think that when it came to Condola and Lawrence, I think their main problem is that they just have a lack of fucking communication. Now, the one thing that kind of confused me was that I guess people were saying like, oh, Condola wants him and all this. Like if I don't really know if that's true, because now I do feel like she wanted to go to the party together. Um, maybe she, I don't really, why does she want to go together? I don't really understand that part. The thing that threw me off was this. Okay, so let's go back. Condola did not want Lawrence in season four, but I'm wondering, one, I kind of feel like I should have gone back and, and rewatched that one because I'm wondering, like, was it just a lack of communication or because it seemed like their shit is never clear with each other about what they got going on. But I remember her saying, like, you know, that, that they were just kind of just fucking right? That's kind of how she kind of conveyed it. And then it was like, you know, when he thought he was coming to the Thanksgiving, like the Friendsgiving, and she was like, nah, like it's me and my friends, like we chilling. And so it's like, I think Lawrence really was feeling Condola at the beginning. And then, uh, Condola kind of played him to the left. And so then he was like, cool bet. And then obviously he, you know, got back with Isa. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she necessarily wants him. Now, the thing I thought was interesting where I couldn't be fully on Lawrence's side and, and in the same breath, I don't really know either what to re really to think because, um, I don't really know what to think, to be honest, because how did she, how did Lawrence go the whole entire pregnancy and never met his family, never met her family. So, I mean, was he not at a baby, the baby shower? Did he not like, you know, help her get set up in her house for the baby I mean, even though like Condola said, which I think is stupid, but she said like, oh, you know, I can take care of this baby on my own. Well, I think that Condola bit off obviously way more than she could fucking chew. And she's just fucking saying shit that, you know, I think that she truly didn't understand what all that entail. But you know how many times that like, I actually know people that just talk entirely too fucking much and they're cocky and they think that they can do all these things and they think that they can handle X, Y, and Z. And then, um... And then when it's there, you know, in front of their face, like they can't, ha when you have a baby, having a baby is one of the fucking hardest things in general and going through that first year, you know, that's where everybody's so hyped about the, the, the first birthday, because you just happy that all y'all made it together for real, because it's hard as fuck. You know, you got to figure out what the baby want. They don't talk, you know, they're crying, they're whining, spitting up every fucking way, shitting everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You're tired as hell. You're exhausted, especially for some moms that's breastfeeding. 
you know? So you're constantly up and down. If you're not pumping, like one of my friends, she didn't, she didn't pump at all. Uh, she actually literally was with her baby all the fucking time and she gave her breasts the whole entire time. So you can't assume that, you know, it's not always like where someone can come and help. So anytime that she needed to feed a baby, she was the one that was in charge of that and no one else um, fed the baby but her. And that's not the only woman that I've heard to do that. And that's just an example I'm giving, but um, it's some intense shit is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I think Condola, you know, kind of shot herself in the foot when she was all like, I can do this shit myself. Like, I don't need you. All this shit. Like, you do. It pissed me off last season when she said that because I was like, but you do because that's his baby too. And like, why would you just let him off the hook for the responsibility of, right? What I personally think, um, cause I mean, cause, cause then I look at Lawrence too. Lawrence is coming, to, he's coming to LA, you know, every weekend get on a flight. And I mean, that's, that's a, a lot, you know, just the back and forth with that shit. Now I've heard people say when I listen to other shows, they were like, oh, well, you know, why did he still take the job? Why did he take the job knowing that, you know, um, he was having a baby? Like you knew this is the only type of father, like type of uh, relationship you were going to have was going to be a weekend daddy. So why are you getting so upset when you knew that you were going to be that? (sighs) This is my thing. Like, I think that they need to communicate um, better. if I was co-parenting, like, like Les and I, like I came into this, uh, situation and, you know, um, as our relationship grew, I became uh, a bonus mom and I helped co-parent and, uh, we went to fucking therapy for that shit because regardless of if I was there at the beginning or when I came in, like people have different levels of, um, people have varying opinions and people have varying beliefs and, you know, we were raised completely different. And so like my thought process and her thought process, two completely different things. And so like, she feels strongly about this. I feel strongly about that. And so even down to when Lawrence went and gave the, gave the baby some carrots. Right. And she was like, what the fuck? Like we haven't even discussed, you know, the baby and solid food. And he's like, oh, well, it's no big deal. Like that in itself was like, it just seemed like they are not on the same wavelength. And when you have kids, how are y'all trying to do this co-parenting thing with no communication? It, it literally, to me, makes no sense at all. Like none, none whatsoever, none. So I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like they're going to get it together. Now, what I'm hoping doesn't happen is that they don't fucking try to get back with each other and be like a fucking family. Cause like, I feel like you can be a family and not together, especially in their circumstance. Their circumstance was they were having sex. They had a kid. You know, I don't really think that they gave their relationship a fair shot. And I think that was more so Condola, but she had also just got out of a marriage. Um, I don't know, but I hope that, I hope they don't throw us a twist and he end up with Condola. Uh, I don't know, but either way, I do hope that their scenario corrects itself. But I will say that even though it was hard to watch, I was appreciative to the fact that it literally shows this is what shit can be like when you out having sex without any thought behind it. Right? Like I always tell people, um, me, my kids included, like, don't be out here having sex with people that you don't feel like you could have a child with because basically when you're having sex, I mean, yeah, you're having sex for your pleasure, but sex is made and created for procreation. 
So if you're not really seeing it with that person, I think you should probably think about the things that you do, you know, and that's something I even think about with myself included. Right. Um, you know, uh, so I think that we all should, even though I know that sex is so, it's, it's so, sex is just ridiculous in this day and age. And I feel like it's so, um, everyone's so hypersexualized because sex is everywhere. It's all over TV, it's in the music, it's everywhere. And so I think the value of sex has gone down to where, to where people just, you know, freely have sex. Um, and I think people don't always think about what they're doing. I mean, I had a period where I didn't think about some of the stuff that I was doing, but you know, now that I'm like a adult, 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 I mean, yeah, of course. Um, but I think, you know, in, uh, in Lauren's standpoint, I kind of feel like maybe he feels like because he's a dad, he doesn't really have power to say some of the things that he wants and needs. I also feel like if I've never seen you with my kid, I've never seen you interact you know, you always pop in on the weekends, kind of do your thing and that's it. Um, I was surprised she agreed to, for him to take the kid, regardless if it's his kid or not. Like I definitely will have it set up to where, you know, until I feel comfortable, like you can be in the house with me where I see you and see what you're doing with the kid. Um, like still give you the opportunity to where I feel comfortable. And like, we kind of talk about things, talk about his routine. Like they ain't even talked about nothing. I think the main problem is that it's just no fucking communication at all. So I don't know. Um, a lot of people have been saying so far that they kind of feel like this season is kind of like draggy, but I don't feel that way. I actually, I'm actually really enjoying it because I feel like they're really, really giving each character the spotlight and a chance of their own, uh, like to see more. I think tonight for episode four, tonight is Kelly's episode. And so I think that, um, we're going to see what Kelly's been up to. And I'm really excited about that because I wish we could have seen more, more of Kelly. Like everyone keeps talking about doing, um, a spinoff with Molly, but I don't really know how that would work because Molly and Eza are our best friends. But I feel like the person that you could do a spinoff with is Kelly. You can have Kelly move into another city or something like that. And I mean, cause she's, she's the best friend of, uh, Tiffany. Um, is that a Man of Steel's character? Is she Tiffany? But that's her best friend. So I feel like the fact that they're kind of moving on with the show, um, Kelly should have the spinoff and she's funny and she's the one I think that more people want to know what Kelly got going on. So if I had a spinoff, it would be with Kelly more than, more than anybody. But uh, I'm going to miss the show when it leaves. I told y'all that. Um, next, did I talk about the Heart of They Fall last week? I can't remember. So that's the, that's the black Western that's on, um, that's on Netflix. I have watched this three times so far. I'm absolutely in love with it, but I'm absolutely in love with Jonathan Majors. Uh, I absolutely love him and he is beautiful to me. Um, but I thought that, uh, Jonathan Majors was great. I thought that Lakeith Stanfield was really, really good, but I actually really liked, um, what is her name? Y'all know the girl that played, um, Cuffy. I think Cuffy was a standout in the whole movie and like, no one's really saying much about her. And I'm like, that was the one that was a uh, stagecoach Mary. Um, like, uh, she was the door person at the, at the, at the thing. So, um, and no one's really saying much about her, but I thought that she was, uh, she was one of the breakout people to me. Um, I loved it. 
I do definitely think, and, and this is spoiler alert, so, you know, if you haven't seen it, don't let me spoil it, but I do definitely think that it hinted towards a sequel at the end, so I do definitely hope that that happens. Um, the soundtrack to The Heart of They Fall is amazing. So I'm actually really enjoying the whole entire project. I, I absolutely love the fucking soundtrack. It is that fucking good. Um, I love it. Y'all should watch that if you haven't seen it. I'm trying to think what else is going on. Um... Oh, and I did get caught up on Queen Sugar. I will say, this season has been, like, one of my least favorite seasons. Um, like, I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. I, I'm, I, think, I think this week is the finale, I think. And I'm just curious to see how it's going to end. I don't really know. I don't really know what to expect. And I love Queen Sugar. Y'all know that. But I don't know. I don't know. It, uh... It, I think it's my one of my least favorites. It's kind of it ain't really nothing going on. I don't think. I mean, besides Ralph Angel running around, Ralph Angel. I really thought that he had matured and we had moved forward from this shit. You know what I'm saying? And he out here like you would think Ralph Angel didn't grow up with his mama and his daddy. Okay, like just making the dumbest fucking decisions on pride and ego. And I'm like, who? Oh my god. So I don't know, but. Um, that's all I really had. Nothing really was been going on, y'all. So that's all I really have for um the deep dive. So this week I wanted to take some time and talk a little bit about gratitude for my thought of the week. Uh and so I wanted to um go into that for the thought of the week. So let's just get into it. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about gratitude. Uh uh, a lot of times I, when I have conversations with people and either they're venting or they're just, I don't know, bitching about something or complaining or, um, I always tell people to sink into gratefulness and it doesn't mean that you're not sometimes going to have bad days where you just like, fuck, this sucks. But what I've noticed with myself, um, cause I do this with myself, like, um, for the past couple of weeks, like I haven't really mentally been feeling the greatest. Um, I've had so much stuff on my mind and so much stuff swimming around. And so when I've had moments where I have a lot going on, I literally have to stop myself before I go into a negative place and just talk about like all the things that I'm thankful for and just gratefulness because a lot of times when we get caught up in like the shit in our heads, right? Um, it's so easy to just go into a negative place or just go into where we're bitching about this, we're talking about that or whatever. When it's like, yo, like we do have a lot of shit to be thankful for, right? You know, we get up every morning, we're able to go about our days, you know, we have our, our families are healthy. We're healthy, right? Um, even if you don't fucking like your damn job, but does your job pay your bills? Yes. So you got to have thankfulness and gratefulness there, you know, until you can figure some shit out. You might not damn like the fucking car you driving. Did your car get you to where you need to go today? Right. So, um, that's what I try to do when I'm feeling, you know, uh, you know, overwhelmed. Um, gratitude means thanks and appreciation. And I do believe that, well, studies have shown that when you when there's people that have a high level of gratitude and gratefulness, that they basically said that it increases your happiness. And so those people have greater happiness than other people. And basically, gratitude can change your life because 
it can make it to where, um, you know, you appreciate what you have rather than, you know, what you don't have is what I just talked about. And so a lot of times, like if you, if you can literally stop, um, stop focusing on maybe what you don't have. Right. But give thanks for what you do have. And not even just that, like, you know, even, even when some shit don't go the way you might want it, you still can be like, but I have this, right. You can show, you can have disappointment, but it's still the way you even handle the disappointment. I was reading something and I don't know where I saw it because I was going to talk about it today, but it was like, can you have fear and gratitude? And it basically was like that they can't coincide with each other because, you know, fear is what stops us with a lot of shit, right? You have people that don't, don't put themselves out there to fucking go walk up to a person and talk to them. You have people that don't put themselves out there to want to even try to, you know, maybe get a better job. You have people that don't want to put themselves out there to maybe work on a brainchild that's in their head that they've been thinking about that they want to try. You know, fear can stop us from a lot of things. But when you kind of start looking at the totality of things, like I know like you start speaking those affirmations over yourself. I know I can do this. I know that, you know, I'm, I'm ready and I'm, I'm, you know, I have my life in place to where I can receive greater, you know, that's the shit that you have to tell yourself. You have to, you have to talk over yourself. Right. And you know, that's, that's what I truly believe in. I did go and look up, um, the benefits of practicing gratitude. And I, and I found, um, let's see, I think about 10 benefits. And so the 10 benefits I found of practicing gratitude is it makes us happier. It reduces stress. It improves self-esteem. It helps us be more resilient. It helps us sleep It improves our physical health. It improves our romantic relationships. It improves our friendships. When it comes to, I think I've, I think I've had an episode on this before. I'm not sure, but I know when it comes to, you know, um, friendships and relationships and even, even love relationships, like with your children, you know, family, um, gratitude is so important. You know, I tell my kids all the time, like I I'm, I'm most happy when, you know, somebody get up and just wash a dish, right. Or just say, you know, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And show gratitude, um, for, you know, their lives because we work really hard for the life that they have. And so, um, and that makes me most happy when like, you know, it actually can be the acknowledgement of, uh, you know, and, and showing gratitude. And so a lot of times, um, when it comes to relationships, you know, people want to be shown gratitude, you know, they want to be shown not just from material items, you know, they want to be shown that, you know, they, that you love them, that you appreciate the things that they do and things like that. And that you're showing them your thankfulness. So it's definitely to me, um, I think it's right in the same level of, um, respect and love is gratitude, you know, and showing that gratefulness, thankfulness and showing that to your partner, um, and to your kids, your family. Um, and I, and I think it's especially important during the holidays. You know, the thing I love most about the holidays Um, it's not always about what, you know, what all you're getting and all of that, especially not Thanksgiving. Right. But it's about the fact that you can get together with your family and your friends and show them that, you know, you appreciate them. You value the time that you're spending with each other. And, you know, it's that good quality time. That's what I'm most looking forward to with the holidays. And so every holiday, I always think about gratefulness 
and just mindfulness, but especially gratefulness because I'm truly grateful for the life that I have and I'm truly grateful for my family and, you know, my loved ones. And so, um, I try to just, you know, this time of the year is really sentimental to me because I really try to pour out and show how much I appreciate them and how much I care about them. And I, and I feel that all around. And so I think that, um, I think everybody kind of start feeling that level of gratefulness. And if you, and if you feel like that's an area that's something you can improve on, like definitely do, because people need to hear that, that, that you value them, right. That you appreciate them. And you doing that might actually make somebody's day. You never know, right? So that's all I have today on gratefulness. Um, Share your thoughts. Tell me what you think. um, And tell me some things that you're grateful for and what you're most grateful for this year. I definitely would love to hear from you. So definitely leave feedback. You can always leave feedback on on my Instagram because I always post episodes. And so um, I can post a question there and, you know, or Twitter but, um, definitely let me know. And, uh, this is a subject that I can talk about all the time. Um, I think it's so important. I think it makes you way happier in life. If you can find the gratefulness and everything and just, you know, have gratitude and try not to look at things based on what you don't have or whatever, and try to look at, you know, what you do have and just, you know, find some thankfulness in that. All right. So, um, don't forget to follow the show. Uh, you can find me on every streaming platform. So definitely make sure you do that rate and review. Definitely leave feedback. Definitely, you know, leave some stars. And also you can find me on Instagram. It's at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter. It's IGMT podcast. And you can find me through my email and it's IGMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.